Well, I guess that isn't quite the start to the year we were all planning. So here we are in a socially responsible, distant corner of our studio. I'm Paul, and this is the Mastering Portrait Photography podcast. Well, of all the things we had plans for for this year, all the plans we had in place, COVID-19 genuinely wasn't one of them. I really wasn't expecting that. I don't think any of us were. And yet, and yet, here we are. Having to survive what every single politician is calling an unprecedented this or an unprecedented that. I mean, one thing that is clear just at the moment is how often the word unprecedented is being used. It is frankly unprecedented. And usually I'd start in one of these podcasts by listing the things we've been up to during the previous week. But of course, there's a limit to how many times I can use the word panic. I'm panicking. Uh, It just wouldn't be that useful because there is no doubt at all that for every single one of us, this is scary. I don't think there's an industry, maybe supermarkets, maybe supermarket deliveries, where actually the volume of work has gone up. For the rest of us, certainly for social photographers, wedding photographers, portrait photographers, of course, there is nothing, nothing but gloomy news. And so it's, it is genuinely a scary time. However, however, I'm going to try and make these podcasts positive and energetic and looking to the future because frankly, I need stuff to cheer me up and I'd rather sit here smiling and thinking of all the good things in life than sitting here being miserable and thinking of all of the weddings that have postponed or rescheduled um, or in one or two cases just had to cancel uh, for one reason or another. And so I'm hoping that with these short, these podcasts, I'm going to make them ever so slightly shorter, I think. Uh, I'm hoping to run them slightly shorter and slightly more frequent, talking about the things that are going on in our studio, the things that are going on in our world over here in England, in the UK, and just, I suppose, just talking about the things that we're doing to cope, not necessarily because I think it'll be useful, but because I think actually I'll find it quite cathartic. It might just be part of my coping mechanism is to talk about the things we're doing. And I might, if I can manage it and I can get the hang of making telephone interviews sound high enough quality, squeeze in the odd interview too. So if there's anybody you think I should talk to, you'd like to hear their viewpoint, then please to do, do let us know. Uh, the one thing to remember through all of this, though, and it's easy to forget when you're sitting in your own studio or in your own home, is that we're all in it, all of us. Every single man, woman and child on the planet, in every country, every county, every state, every continent, this is not an Asian, American, Australian, European or even a peculiarly English virus. It's global. The definition of a pandemic, it is global. And actually, there's some comfort in that. There's some comfort in knowing that we didn't do anything, or at least not knowingly. So this isn't something I screwed up the business plan or I didn't shoot effectively or I didn't do the right things for our business. This is something that there is not a business, there's not a business in the world that predicted nor could survive or cope in its everyday manner with something like this. Possibly pizza delivery companies, maybe maybe pizza delivery companies um, or hand sanitizer manufacturers. Well, weirdly, loo roll manufacturers. God only knows why people are buying up loo roll. Uh, but I find some comfort in the fact that it is global and we all have to survive it. Every single one of us has to find ways of making the best of it. 
you know, even global markets are affected. It's not like it's going to be, for instance, just a European um, recession after this. There's no doubt there's going to be some long-lived economic impacts. We're not simply going to bounce straight back out of this, not with the kind of numbers that are being rattled around. And every single studio that I'm speaking to is closed. It's not just me. No matter how frightened, frightening it can be and no matter how isolated it can feel when we're sat here literally using the term isolated. Although I'm not, I'm feeling fine, so there's no need for me to be isolated. We're all trying to do the right thing. We're staying away from each other. We're staying away from clients. We've closed the studio. It's a scary time. And I think also it hasn't helped that it's brought out the worst in a lot of people. It turns out an awful lot of people are complete and utter wankers. I'm sorry I used the term, but I'm right. And I really hadn't thought of it going that way. But yep, an awful lot of people are wankers. You know who you are. The people that are buying up 24 rolls of Roll, all of the packets of paracetamol, because you might get a little bit of a headache when there are people out there with medical need for paracetamol. You've just scooped it off the shelves, chucked it in your trolley, checked yourself out and sat there without even worrying about it. But that's the last thing I'm going to say on it, because I'm not going to dwell. I'm not going to dwell on the moronic behaviour of some other people because they will always be idiots. I can't change it. They're always going to be there. So I'm just going to quietly ignore it. I'm going to focus. I think we need to focus on all of the positives. While I am trying not to be trite about it because this is really serious, right? It's not something to laugh about, though being British, of course, I will find a way of laughing about it because it's our normal way of dealing with everything that's stressful. But I just want to be positive and focused on the future and also on what we're going through now, but in a very positive and productive way. Because if I just throw my hands up in the air and give up, well, that's not really that useful. Because, of course, the future is going to happen. No matter what, we're going to come through this thing. We're definitely going to come through it in one form or another. It might not be the form we are right now, but we are going to get through it. And on the here and the now, I don't think actually I've ever felt quite so present for the first time in a long time, I've got the breathing space to actually look at the business. I've got the breathing space. Sorry, maybe I should use a different phrase, given it's <laughs> given it's a, a fluey kind of awful virus. Uh, I've got the room, headroom maybe, to look at my business, the headroom to look at our plans for the future. I've got the headroom to really just spend time looking at the business. Now, that's not to say that it's not a complex problem. I mean, on one day, I think we had 11 cancellations here for weddings that were imminent. And of course, we expected it. Once we saw what was going on, we were just waiting on the phone. And sure as eggs, eggs, eggs. Sure as eggs, eggs, I can't even say it. Sure as, well, sure enough. Um, it happened, and I'm talking to lots and lots and lots of photographers, and it's happened to everybody. So we need to make the most of the time that we have. We need to prepare ourselves here in the studio. That's exactly what we're doing. We need to get ourselves ready for when we come out the other side, because there are two likelihoods that are going to happen. One is I'm going to get ill at some point. I'm going to spend a week or two wrapped up with a, you know, man flu. And obviously as a man, I'm going to suffer greatly. Um, and then the other thing is we're going to get better. We're going to get out of this thing and it will pass one way or another it will blow through and we all have the opportunity to decide how we all come through it, how each of us is going to come through it. Is it going to be, in the end, a positive experience as best as it can be? Or are we just going to be gloomy and miserable and negative? 
Now, I know the news is doing its best to throw drama into every single situation. Even last night, you know, everything that's being said out there by the experts, the dramatists, and I swear newsrooms now are full of dramatists. They're not full of journalists. They're full of dramatists and they're pumping it up and making it something that it doesn't need to be. I think it's something we all have to live through. I'd like facts. I really love facts. But in something like this, it's very hard to find facts because... The modelling they're doing is a prediction model, and of course they've never had to do it before. Not with this virus and this current state of world travel. And so finding facts is really, really hard. But one thing I can do is try to just not get dramatic about it. Because if I throw up my hands in despair, and trust me, (laughs) trust me, I've thought about it once or twice, it won't get me anywhere. Though I do reserve the right to do it anyway. Okay, it's bound to come. I'm bound to have a moment of, oh my God, (laughs) everything's coming to an end. But I'm trying really hard not to do that. Because if we're not helping ourselves, the outcome cannot be good. It can't be good. There's only two ways out of this thing. It ends well or it ends badly. And in the meantime, how do I want to live my life? And I'm going to do it by being positive. And so I'm right now, all day, that's what I've been doing, and we've been planning last week as well, is we're focusing on everything I can do, or we can do, to reinforce our little business here, ready for when this ultimately passes. So right now, what am I doing today? Well, today, as Lisa's says, looking at his screens and all around him, uh, right now we're working flat out on some new resources and a whole new programme of resources, uh, learning aids and all sorts of things for the MasteringPortraitPhotography.com website. It's a Monday anyway, so MPP, Mastering Portrait Photography, is always my focus on a Monday. It's when I record the podcast, it's when I record the image critiques. Uh, And of course, I mean, with all the other work, simply stopping dead in its tracks, uh, I might be doing it on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday and a Friday as well. But what I'm trying to do is to be as proactive and as productive as I possibly can be. So uh, in terms of what we're building at the moment, just to give you a sort of indication of where I are, uh, on um, the Mastering Portrait Photography site, we're building, as fast as I can get them out, room sets. Room sets for visualising or helping your clients visualise how the images you've created for them will look in frames that they could buy. And I use my words really carefully, right? Because if we're going to go into a period of almost certainly doing more and more remote reveals instead of doing in-person sales, which I love. I love an in-person sales room. But it looks like we're going to have to do some remote work um, because the rumours are around that we're going to be in and out of various types of restriction for quite a long period of time. So I'm building tools that will allow me to sell or visualise images on walls and then hopefully sell them to the client. We have to believe that manufacturing stuff is going to be okay. We have to believe that clients are still going to be able to buy stuff. We have to believe that life goes on. And so I'm building up room sets and resources, uh, including the beautiful, um, I just finished a series of acrylic pros for Graphy Studio so that you can drop images into a Photoshop file and it looks exactly like uh, you've you've created these wonderful acrylic pros uh, on somebody's wall. Uh, we're doing a very similar job with album proofing tools so that we have the ability to proof exactly how uh, our Graphy Studio albums look, but also now how our Graphy Studio uh, magazines look because we're going to be putting together little portfolios portfolios and little magazines that explain, for instance, what a client should wear. I've been talking about doing this for about six or seven years. Finally, I have time for doing it. We're going to update all of our light blue templates. 
We use Light Blue as a database. And of course, it's our point of contact and tracking for most of our clients. And yet, I don't think I updated the templates from way back when I installed it, probably eight or nine years ago, maybe even longer. So it's time to update those and have a look at the whole of the Paul Wilkinson Photography Limited branding, not just stuff for MPP, but stuff uh, for me and our business here. Because when this is over, Trust me, I want to be at the front of the pack running forwards, not at the back of the pack trying to catch up. So we're working flat out on that. Uh, we're recording a whole load of new videos. Uh, there's a program to do about 30 hours of new videos over the next three or four weeks, which should be quite lively. I'll tell you the thing I'm enjoying the most is I've had a chance today, although it is a Mastering Portrait Photography Day, I've actually had a chance today to sit down and start to tidy up some of my back catalogue. We carry about 12 terabytes of active disk here. Um, it's all backed up and duplicated, but it needs emptying periodically and everything putting into archives, cross-indexing so I can find it again should I need to, and also to pull out those beautiful little gems of an image and they go into our portfolio ready for me to do something on the website. And I tell you what, at a time like this, it's been such a joy going through some older shoots and just laughing at the memories. Each of the clients, each of the kids, each of the pets, each of the families, you know, we've. I can remember the conversations, I can remember the laughter each time I bring up the pictures. And if it's that emotional to me, imagine how emotional it is to the clients. And so we're going to start reaching out to the clients and start to share some of those memories with them just to try and keep people buoyant and engaged and just adding a little joy to the world, you know? I think it's really important, not just in terms of helping our business, but all of society needs to look at these little things where we can help each other. So I love doing that. I'm really enjoying catching up on the, on the archives. Uh, I know that's slightly pedantry, but I like the fact, you know, everything's cross-checked and I've got my little list and it's all ticked off um, and I just feel like I've achieved something. So in each episode going forward, I'm going to try and talk about the things that we're doing that keep me sane and the steps we're taking for the future. Because I'm determined, I'm determined that this is an opportunity to spend some time building for the future. You don't get that opportunity very much. Most of the time in this business, I'm on the back foot. We're incredibly busy. It's very fast moving. You know, I'm, uh, there's pressures on me not just to do the photography, but doing presentations, recording videos, working with clients, doing sales pitches, doing editing. There's so much to do. And I never get the time when the studio is quiet. And right now the studio is beautifully quiet. Even next door is not mowing its lawn. <sighs> and scary though that all may be, I do feel that when I'm preparing things for the future, at least I'm trying to look after what's coming. I'm trying to do the right things. We're also, of course, keeping an eye on our, on our elderly neighbours, Bob in particular, who I've spoken about on numerous times. Although we're keeping our distance, we are making sure that he's all right. He lives in the flat next door um, and we're just, you know, He's, he's such a lovely guy. He's in his 80s, I think. So we're making sure that he's okay. And Sarah, <laughs> Sarah's also made some scarily strong homemade hand sanitizer. Strong enough, it has to be said. That we need to keep it away from any naked flames. It's like 80% alcohol, something ridiculous. Uh, but this all just fits in, if I'm honest, with my natural and long-standing love 
of washing my hands frequently. I've always done it. Every time I, before I do any piece of work, before I pick up a mouse, I'll very often go and wash my hands. I don't know where I got the habit from, probably when I was doing engineering drawing, though my mum says I was like it as a kid. I love to have clean hands. Maybe that's why I don't catch a cold very often. Uh, so clean hands are definitely the way of it around here. So anyway, from me here in the UK, I hope all of our friends around the world are doing okay. I hope you're safe and I hope that, well, you have enough toilet paper because clearly that's a thing. Until next time, remember, be kind to yourself and to others while you're at it. Take care.